The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Let me tell you about who deserves a shot in the United States Heavyweight. I'm the champion. I ought to know. You know, I've, I've been sizing up guys since I came to WCW. And I think the one guy that stands out the most, the guy that I think has earned the title shot, El Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler. You're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy. Whoa. I don't see any Whoa. reason. Wait a minute. El Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but thank goodness sakes, he's 50 miles. Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? Because this guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious how about, how about Hypnosis, let's get psychosis, psychosis, whatever. He's a great wrestler, you know. You want to fix the show? Yes, sir. All right, that's good. Did y'all hear that? Did y'all hear that clip where, like, Excalibur, which is going on and on and on about the all out card or all in card? (laughs) And Jim Ross cut him off. He's like, you got plenty of time, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the WrestleCast. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Mo, to the underscore Reese. What's going on, Mo? Hey, what's going on, listeners? Um, contrary to popular belief, I was not involved in the skirmish in London. I was here in the States. So... You know, I wasn't there, but I've heard a lot about what went on back then. I wasn't even there. <laughs> were, you, were, you, were you sitting in a, in a nice American taxi? <laughs> right. I was trying to lift something. And we're joined by the cast correspondent himself, Mr. Samuel Kalunga. What's going on, Sam? Hello, everyone. Well, it was a pay-per-view weekend, PLE weekend for WWE. So, uh, first uh, standout moments from SmackDown. Um, Jimmy Uso and Tootie Interrupt. John Cena. Yeah, John Cena, which led to a a match of Solo Sequoia and uh, AJ Styles because Solo's taking up for Jimmy. Yeah. And uh, we had LA Knight Miz face to face promo battle. Um. I'll be taking these notes off for Saturdays and Mondays for taking these things down on Friday. Um, Street Profits and Bobby Lashley, they, I guess, confirmed what we already knew that they linking up. They didn't confirm a name, though. Yeah. Um, Bailey wrestled Shotzi, right? She did. Who won? SmackDown, right? Yes, back then. Didn't somebody interfere? Wasn't there some shenanigans? I don't remember that match. The old brain is rusting out. Seeing too watching too much wrestling. Too much wrestling. Shotzi versus Bailey. Uh, let's see here. But that was all the lead up to 
Payback, which was uh, live from Pittsburgh this past weekend. So thank you to everybody who used their commentary with color. We used the hashtag the BitPayCast to interact with us. We greatly appreciate it. Um, they started us off with Steel Cage Match, where Becky Lynch got the win over Trish Status. Trish Stratus, excuse me, with a super manhandle slam off the top rope. Um, yeah, Trish was like, if I'm going out, I'm going out doing everything. So she took a superplex off the top of the cage, did a hang by her legs, dangle spot on the side of the cage. Um, got her head rammed into the cage about 15 times in a row. Um, what else crazy did she do? She, 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 she took did, the, did the widow's peak and then, yeah, the widow's peak. And then what's her name? Did uh, yeah, 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 so it is yeah, well, stuff in the The former Victoria gave Trisha a shout out for that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this was this was high level stuff right here. This is a very very good match. Uh, after the match, Zoe Stark and Trish have fallen out. But Zoe giving Trish the Z three sixty and ripping off her thank you Trish shirt. Hey, throwing in her face. Damn, you hate to see it. I kind of wanted to stay together a little bit longer. Yeah, but Trish was mad, you know, that she lost and you know she got her feelings. John. Okay, so okay, so and she did, and she did say, and she okay. did say, um, thank you, um, Becky Lynch at the end. Okay, so all right, so Charlotte came down for the for the for the distraction, and then uh, Bailey came at her. She punched uh, Bailey in the face, and Shotzi got a cradle DDT for the win. Mm. Oh. I was actually annoyed by this because like she came, out, she just. Yo was used for like the uh, the person who gets like knocked out, you know, with the the person charging the the uh, the interferer, mm-hmm. and they get dealt with quickly. Yeah, that was Eo, the current champion. Alright, I'll be fucking stuff up. So yeah, way to make her look weak. Mm-hmm. But no. Yes, they, they had her. They had her in the Pat Patterson role. <laughs> I have a question. I have a question for you. Yeah, I think I know where you're going here. Who's the producer for that a Becky and Trish Steel Cage match? Had to be the one and only Tyson Kidd. And you are incorrect. Oh, Dang. a mystery. No, I told you. You know what the one you. Well, the only ones who want to pick me to uh, it's that other dude, Petey Williams. Yes. Damn it. The one who was standing next to Scott Steiner going to get the Steiner last education. <laughs> oh, Petey. Right, I'm, I'm going to say this. There were no women producers on here. Um, and there were no... Um, what's his name? Um, um, Rude Bobby Rude and... Um, um, Nick Aldis work. Um, no, they weren't there yet. No. So, so you can scratch those off. All right. Sounds good. Well, well, well go get your boy. Oh. Sugar night. What would he do? <laughs> well, go, go look. Just like uh, I, I tagged you. Oh, God. <laughs> 
movie. Sorry, Don. Continue. <laughs> so John Cena and the Miz, they have an in-ring promo segment that sets up John Cena being the guest guest referee for the Miz versus LA Knight match. LA Knight gets the win over the Miz with the blunt force trauma. After the match, Cena gives LA Knight the rub with the handshake. Uh, this match took too long. Yes, it did. In about eight minutes. Uh, and LA Knight hit his high spots and get the win, and everybody go home saying LA Knight. Why, uh, like, he's not the type of dude that you, not yet, that you can drag out and have a long match with. Because people don't want to see that. They want to see him come out. They want to see him talk. They want to see, they want to chant, yeah, and see him win. So you got to do that in a short amount of time. Uh, Ray Mysterio, he retained. Yes, sir. Oh, sorry. I'll be forgetting Eugene. Let's see. LA Knight, Miz, producer. Uh, let's say, let's do Jason Jordan on this one. Nope. Ah, okay, okay. Shane Helm. Shane Helm. Hurricane coming through. All right, Ray Mysterio, he retains the U.S. title with a victory roll on Austin Theory when he was trying to go for the uh, A-Town down. So, Ray- I was completely shocked. <laughs> Still your United States champion. Uh, what did y'all think about those uh, PWO shirts? Would you get a BWO shirt, Mo? It was the original, B- original BWO from ECW days. I meant Baltimore World War. Oh, no. No. Okay. The BWO from ECW, then yes. Okay. Got uh, one time for the blue meanie. You know, the rest of the case. Yoda reads Todd Gordon's book. Put it in there. He talks about the time that he worked with Meanie and his uh, adult star girlfriend in, uh, in like their own promotion, like 3, 3P or something like that. He said that ninety like, percent of the time, like, uh, what's her face? Jasmine Sinclair was just trying to screw the boys, <laughs> and basically she was using Todd, Todd Gordon as her pimp. He said, "Go tell so and so I want to f him." Well, I mean, that's you know what Jasmine Sinclair was good for. I'm waiting to, uh, to to hear my cue so I can guess my producer for this match. I have oh, nothing to add. Sir, I, forgot, I forgot. James, whatever the hell y'all were just talking about. James is a player, sir. Okay. Yeah, her too. <laughs> I'm sure you know who James Jackie is, and, you know, but I, I digress. I mean, I, I was more in the Dominique Simone camp, so. Um. <laughs> No, I can hear Don typing right now. It's like, <laughs> who's your producer, Don, for this um, Ray um, Theory match? Midori. 
Yeah. Let me go uh, Joseph Park on this one. Nope, Adam Pierce. It's going to be one of those nights, people. It's going to be one of those nights. They uh, don't go to so. Tiffany Stratton interrupts Becky Lynch's promo to apologize for saying that she won the NXT title. And uh, Becky's like, Yo, you need to focus on your match on this coming Tuesday. And maybe I'll see you down the road. Remember, I told Simi, I was like, sometimes WWE don't do stuff by accident. It That's true. appeared to be an accident, but as you can see, it wasn't no accident. Nothing was no accident because they knew that once you know, people realized the mistake that she had made originally, they were like, oh, she's, she, she's, Becky just won champion. And then, they go make correct them mistake in the episode and here we are storyline developing <laughs> Damian Priest and Finn Balor are the new undisputed tag team champions and they got the win over Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens in the Steel City Street fight via 30 dominant hitting Sami Zayn with the briefcase on Finn Balor to get the pin so all go everywhere for the judgment day this current moment. Yep. More gold to the day, James. This was good too, man. Oh man. Kevin almost hitting swantons off the top of the the the, the just off the top of random way. Yeah, entry rate. We're like, sir, we don't have to do this. <laughs> yeah. We, we, we get it, we get it. We get who you are, we know who you are, we know your legacy. You know we're not we're not um we know your game, sir. <laughs> you don't have to you don't have to prove this to us. Yeah, it was uh it was a hell of a fucking effort by Kevin Owens, man. He took uh he did that big swan huh? he took that spear from Rhea through the barricade. He he somehow he bladed and was bleeding heavily and then Here's the thing about WWE. You can tell when they're they they they're fixing they were fixing him because when him and Sammy got back in the ring, you see that the cameraman was focused on Sammy fighting, you know, Finn and um, Damien, and you see that Kevin didn't go back in the ring, and you see the cut women running between camera and running over there. I'm like, okay, so about to fix him up. Next thing you know, Kevin Owens is not bleeding no more. <laughs> There's no more blood mm-hmm. on him. Yeah, but it was, a, it was a hell of a match. So congratulations to Finn Balor and Damian Priest for capturing the undisputed tag team titles. Uh, the Grayson Wall effect. No, no, no. Can you figure out who the producer was? Um... Oh, word. Yep. Okay. All right, Michael. 
guess there's no room in that to put him in a different spot this week this time. Right. Um, the Grayson Waller effect with Cody leads to Cody bringing back Jay Uso, but as a member of the Raw roster, uh, Grayson is offended by Jay upstaging him, so he gets a super kick from Jay for his troubles. Now, who's your producer for this? Yeah, where the producer listed? Triple H. You dumb. Sean Devari. <laughs> oh, shit. Devari, a little sneaky ass. I'm going to go O for the pay per view this, this time. Uh, Rhea Ripley, she retains that women's world title over Raquel Rodriguez with the Riptide. Um, there's a little, uh, would you say, chemistry issues in this match a little bit? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it obviously wasn't that bad of doing it again. In a couple weeks, yes. It was just not a smooth match. They've had better matches in NXT when they were in developmental. I don't know what happened here, why I didn't click, but oh well. Um, is this where my man Tyson Kidd comes in? Nope. Oh my gosh. This one was Jason Jordan. I'm done for it then. <laughs> John Cena, he's in his interview mode. He interviews the new tag team champions, Priest and Balor. Now our main event of the evening sees Seth Rollins retain the World Heavyweight title over Nakamura via the stomp. Uh, of course, the story here was Nakamura working over Seth's back. Seth trying to escape and use various uh, various parts of plunder to try to survive this match because Nakamura was working over his back and there are some things he couldn't do some things he did as always but yeah the story here was just that he barely got back because he could you know he could barely move after the match then I guess I won't step on your thunder, uh, Sam, because I think they start off with that Monday Night Raw. So, um, Motive underscore Reaser. Before we go, before we go to me, who's your producer? My instinct with Tim since it was the main event to go with Michael Hayes, but since he just did that street fight. I can't see him working two times, having two matches like that back to back. Um, here he said Adam Pierce. Um, I'll give you a hint. Mm-hmm. He's worked with this producer. Worked with Seth in the past. That means one screen. Um, this producer has worked with Seth in the past on screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm at a loss, so I'm gonna just say, um, 
Thomas and Jason Jordan again. Jamie Noble. <laughs> Jamie Noble was the producer of this. You know what, Bo? I guarantee you, if this was part of like a waiting line on DraftKings, Don would be a whole lot better at this. Right, exactly. <laughs> if this was if this was a part of the Don like he would be studying like. Yeah, I got nothing on this trying to just guess who's associated with who, except for Michael Hayes and Roman, and if it's a women's match. More than likely, Tyson Gid did it, but it sounds like he had the weekend off. And you know, he might be doing like the week, the week, weekday, the weekend shows. You know, he might be producing those shows, and then they might switch up on the weekends. But yeah, he wasn't on that on that card. No Molly Holly, um, no Joseph Hart. Hmm. I definitely thought Joseph Hart would have been on there. Right, but uh, I think AJ was going to call it, then he probably would be there. Mm-hmm. Um, I talked to him on payback. Um, I enjoyed it. Some of the matches, like, you know, LA Knight and Miz didn't work too long, but I was somebody like it. Um, I enjoyed um, seeing Trish and Becky go at it. That was pretty good. It was a pretty good match. Um, also enjoyed the main event and the things and, and, and the, the development that led up that led, led up to Monday night. Well, so you know it was a like I said it was good. You know, so things could have been better, but you know you get what you get. Same. I didn't yeah. watch, I, I, I watch it. No. Okay. All right. I watched I watch the opening match and that was it. It was pretty good. Yeah, yeah the opening match was very good. Set the tone. Uh, for the evening, the ladies definitely set a pace that was a, a pretty high bar for the guys to follow uh, for the rest of the night. I thought the um, tag team match definitely was the second best match of the night to me behind the women's cage match. Then I thought the main event was the uh, the third best match. I thought that LA Knight and Miz was too long and Raquel and Rhea just did not have any chemistry and plus they were in a bad spot coming off of that. Off of the tag team match and being in between the main event and that tag team match, so that's kind of a rough spot for them, and they didn't help themselves a lot there. But um, as per usual, you know, WWE PLE, you know, solid effort, good performance, so uh, very entertaining. I thought that this was uh, probably like a seven point five. Well, if you had to put a number on it, what would you give it? Okay, all right. See, we're close, we're close. Not too bad, not too bad. So, at this time, we're going to remind everybody this is the WrestleCast. You can find us on the web at cspn.us. You can also find us through iTunes, SoundCloud, Twitch Radio. All you got to do is search for the WrestleCast dash. ESPN search, search for the WrestleCast logo with the new day holding the sign. And you'll be uh, subscribing to our podcast.
podcast each and every week. All right, Sam, turn it over to you, sir, for your Monday Night Raw recap. All right, Tom, uh, yes, okay. sit your back up. Huh? Stitch your back up. Oh, excuse me. I forgot. Yes, Stitcher is no longer. My bad. Yeah, so pour one out for Stitcher. <laughs> All right. um, I just wanted to mention real quick. This is something I should have thrown this at you like earlier. It was an idea I was, I was running by. Um, so I will tell you the house. I have a bunch of raw. I have a lot of ROH DVDs. Mm-hmm. Just random shows that you know that I picked up here and there. And then uh, oh, I was watching one of them. It had a. Uh, yeah, Roddy versus uh, Shingo Takagi mm. from like 2006. It's a really good match. Anyway, I was thinking, you know, on Discord, you can stream things on the on the Discord, you know. Um, I was thinking maybe one day we should all have a little, little watch party and uh, watch one of these uh, DVDs off of my off of my thing. Okay. Well, maybe that's something we can all get together and do. Yeah, we can project behind the scenes what days work for you, and then we can try to promote it and see what kind of turnout we get. Because I've done it before for other like other things, other um, platforms that were that I was working, other projects that I was working on. Okay. So yeah. All right. So yeah, Monday Night Raw. Live from uh, Charlotte, North Kakalaki. You didn't make the drive, dog. <laughs> no, no, didn't make the drive. Alright, Jay Uso comes down to cut a boring 20 minute promo. He tells a story about how Cody Rose called him and asked him to come to Raw. Sami Zayn comes down. He said people in the back are going to have a problem with him being in the locker room. He said Jay finally broke free, and on Raw, he truly is main event Jay Uso. Zane doesn't expect them to be friends overnight, but he wants them to know that he is proud of him. Zane extends his hand. Jay doesn't go for it. Zane says when he's ready to talk, he'll be there. He then goes to leave, but Jay calls him back. He says, he says that that wasn't very loosey of Jay. Jay extends his hand, but Sammy hugs him. Also, oh, their oh. pals are back together. No. Sammy, he answered his arms, and Sammy hugged him. It wasn't no handshake. <laughs> So I said, Jay extended his hand for a handshake. Instead, Sammy hugged him. Do we have to rewind the tape? Not nah, just fine. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be, be wrong for a third time. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so as the two leave, Drew and Riddle come down for their match. They both get in Jay's face as they both had beef with the bloodline. Right. Sammy intervenes before anything can go down. He's like, hey, this first night back. You come to some flag. <laughs> let's let's F him up. <laughs> okay, so Ricochet is backstage with Adam Pierce. Uh, Rick is complaining. He's still complaining about SummerSlam. Adam sees Seth and asks what he's doing there. He says he's the champ and this is where he needs to be. Pierce says medical said he wasn't clear. Seth ignores him. Rick tells Seth he doesn't have to carry the whole show by himself. And Seth blows him off too. Alrighty, so the Glass Bros versus Viking Raiders tornado tag match. Uh, the match is underway. It's a slobber knocker. Cole does say that the match is sort of like an, in honor of Theory Funk. Mm-hmm. Even though Riddle and Drew do try to do a table spot, which is really funny. He's like, get right. the tables. And Drew's like, no, you get the tables. And he shoves the crap out of him. He goes get the tables. Yeah. Uh, the Vikings get a hold of Riddle, ready to put him through a table. Kofi comes down for the save and accidentally hits Riddle with Trouble in Paradise. The Vikings and then the Lawn Dark, Kofi and Drew hit their finish on Riddle and get the victory. 
I mean, I guess you can say this is payback for having Xavier Woods on the sideline for a week. So, right. well, inadvertently, but. Every time I see somebody get a long daughter, I think of uh, the NWO and. Yes, the Ravens. The thud, the sound. Oh, every, every day it's just through me. I was just like. It just, yeah, boom. <laughs> <laughs> Seth Rollins comes down. He says, "At payback, Nakamura did exactly." Wait, uh, somebody texted me. Sorry. At payback, Nakamura did exactly what he said he would. There were points he wasn't sure he was going to be able to get back up, but he is still the champion. However, he doesn't think it's right that Shinsuke walked out and said has to had to be wheeled out by his wife. He calls Nakamura out. Shinsuke comes down. Seth says he has a proposition for him. Nakamura just stands on the stage. Seth invites Nakamura to a rematch tonight. Nakamura thinks about it and asks, Huh? He then talks in Japanese and says, It sounds like he's accepting this challenge. So let's get a ref out and ring the bell. Nakamura says, No. Seth says, That's not going to work for me, brother. <laughs> Uh, whether Nakamura likes it or not, he's about to get these hands. The two fight on the stage, but then Adam Pierce and security come down to break it up. Ricochet comes down to fight off Nakamura. After the commercial, Pierce and Rollins are yelling at each other backstage. Pierce says he's just trying to help him help, him help himself. Says, says that'll work for me, man, and leaves. <laughs> he actually did say that. Right there. Mm-hmm. Because I'll be right back. 30 seconds. Be right back. TikTok. <laughs> Carrying across just popped up on the scene. Right. Um. Uh, but, um going back to um, when Jake Uso came out, that's when Michael Cohen said the whole Holy Rose was the EVP, so it's get things done. Mm-hmm. Like, that's hilarious. <laughs> This was a this was a good opening. Yeah, they, they had to come up strong because they got one last week before football. So. One last week, try mm-hmm. <laughs> try to do that last week. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. And I'm raised about to be in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What was that? What was that crisp sound? I'm um, saying it was a Dr Pepper Cherry Zero. Ah. All right, so Ricochet versus Nakamura. So, so in, during the commercial break, they made a match. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bell rings and Nakamura tries to leave. He's like, "Nah, I'm out." Rick does some flippy moves and gets Nakamura back in the ring. Uh, they wrestle. Rick and Nakamura fight in front of Samantha with Nakamura being <laughs> with a chair in front of his woman. Right. He's back in the ring and is looking to pulmonize Ricochet's neck. Rollins comes out, followed by a gaggle of security. He beats on Nakamura before security gets to him. He fights him off and does a dive onto Nakamura and security. Nakamura stops Rollins by the ring post. Ricochet tries to smack Nakamura with a chair, but he runs off. <laughs> Right. You see Ricochet staring in the background. I said, oh, he's about to come in. He's like, he's like back, and then Nakamura's going on. Yeah. I said, we, y'all, I said, y'all televised that, and that's how I played out. 
Turner backstage, Priest and Rhea are watching the match like normal people, like you're supposed to watch TV. Right, exactly. Yeah, no, no more of this, like, put your back to the TV with your head turned, yeah. All right, Priest thinks about it, seeing Rollins laying on the floor, clutching his back. Rhea tells him, no, not tonight. Rhea, Rhea definitely got, got that pull. Right. Uh, Jackie Redman interviews Zoe Stark. She asks about her partnership. Zoe has a lot of respect for Trish, but there's something no one does, and that's push Zoe Stark. Uh, Shayna arrives and tells her she's glad she dropped that dead weight. Zoe says the two have some unfinished business. So how about tonight? Shayna agrees that the match is made. All right, Judgment Day comes down to the ring. They are dripping with gold. Uh, Dominic grabs the mic and they drown him in booze to the point you can't hear me hear him at all. That was the first time I actually could not hear him. He actually he was actually I trying to speak. He definitely tried to fight through it. Yeah. Yeah, it just it wasn't working. Uh, Finn congratulates Tom on his one year since joining the Judgment Day, and he thanks Rhea for being the voice of reason, and for Damian being down with him. And he thanks JD, to which the rest of the crew kind of blew off. And then he thanks himself for finally becoming a Grand Slam champion. Uh, Rhea wants to know why people aren't talking about Judgment Day, but instead go, go on about the bloodline. The bloodline has fallen, and Judgment Day are the most dominant in WWE. So, it, uh, I mean, if they still had the members that they had, I could totally see a Judgment Day and Bloodline uh, Survivor Series. Right. All right, JD interrupts and comes down with a sack. And <laughs> my first thought was, does he have CM Punk's belt in there? <laughs> uh, he says he's there because Rhea says big changes are needed in Judgment Day. He tells Priest the briefcase has to go. Damien is ready to pop him one when JD reveals a new Senor Money in the Bank briefcase. What did y'all think about that briefcase? Now, pretty spiffy, purple and black. If it's if it's the main, right? Um, so, so, so there's there's a video of like um of Priest and Finn backstage, like like admiring the briefcase, and like somebody captioned it like, "This is what your girl sounds like when she gets a new purse." See, <laughs> <laughs> <That> is. <laughs> Uh, see, Damien goes to talk about talk. Go, Damien goes to talk with Sami Zayn and interrupts. Zayn greets the gentleman and Dom. <laughs> Wait, so is he calling Rhea a gentleman too? I mean, hey, hey, hey. disrespect. Buddy Murphy's gonna do something to you. Something for saying that. <laughs> uh, he says, "Judgment Day robbed them of their titles, and then it took five of them." They don't look like champions to him, just five championship-stealing turds. He says he owes a beating to the biggest turd of all, Dominic. He challenges Dom, Chidi interrupts and says, Dom isn't fighting anyone tonight. Uh, he's the one who screws Nate, so why doesn't he fight him? Zane accepts. All right, Gunther Vignette, he talks in German. Chad Gable thinks he can stand in his way. Tonight, history will be made. But someone like Gable doesn't deserve to be in the history books, but Gunther does. And tonight, Gunther will officially go down as the greatest intercontinental champion of all time. So sprinkled up, so sprinkled throughout the show was like uh, little like um, images of them recognizing past champions. Yeah. And then one of them was uh, Wade Barrett, which was really cool. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I said, oh, they love Wade Barrett. And then somebody say that's good news. That's really good news and stuff like that. <laughs> All right, so uh, Raquel and Mifo Adam Pierce, she says they need to be on the same page. He says he can make that official tonight. 
As she leaves, Chelsea Green arrives and leads a word with Pierce. She doesn't know why she has to wait in line behind Sasquatches like Raquel. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> I, I, I howled. Uh, Pierce informs her that Piper is not medically cleared. Another one? Another one. Uh, Chelsea says the titles are cursed. Pierce says maybe the title isn't maybe it's the title maybe it isn't the title isn't cursed. Uh, they talk about Raquel and Chelsea says she's a big loser. Then she sees that Raquel is still standing there. She asks Adam to make the match official, which he does. Uh, Sheena Baszler versus Zoe Stark. Uh, good mat wrestling. This is a great match. Sheena gets her hold on her. Zoe tries to get out of it, but it appears a, few sh- a futile gesture. Stark tries and tries again, but nothing. The ref Aja eventually calls for the bill. Sheena is your winner. Also, congrats to um, Ref Asia and Leon for their one year wedding anniversary. Um, it's only been a year? Um, yeah. Yeah, I would have to take any questions at the time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Judgment Day is backstage. Finn is politicking for JD to come in to come on. Damien says he doesn't think it's time yet. Uh, Finn asks Tom, and he responds like your girlfriend does when you ask her where she wants to eat. He says, oh, whatever you want. Uh, they ask Rhea. Rhea says, let's see how he does against Finn tonight. Oh, I mean Sammy. She actually said that. She said she said against Finn tonight. I don't know if we all caught that or not. No. Yeah, she misspoke. Uh, the group goes to leave, but Rhea holds a uh, submissive Dom back and tells him he needs to make sure everything sure everything with JD tonight goes as planned. Raquel Rodriguez versus Chelsea Green. Squash Raquel gives her the diesel big boot, the clothesline, and then the Tejana bomb for the one, two, three. Uh, Raquel grabs the mic and says, uh, what she was talking about to Adam Pierce was that she's giving her a rematch next week. I guess Rhea and Dom won't be a factor as he has been barred from ringside. So he, so when that was when that was announced on Twitter, he retweeted it from the um, the black with Rob David from um, Real, World, Real World Los Angeles or um more of one of the Adam Sandler movies. Like this is some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Alpha Academy's backstage. Gable retorts uh, as a retort for what Gunther said about him earlier. Tonight he will add to his legacy. Tonight the world is going to see that Gunther's desire to hold on to the title doesn't compare to Gable's desire to take it from him. Let's see here. What the heck? Okay. Uh, Drew is backstage looking for Kofi. Riddle tells him to calm down. Drew is upset about Jay. And while he's going to give him a pass tonight, he will keep his eye on him. Because if he messes up once, he's going to come after the guy who brought him the Raw, Cody Rhodes. Shit. <laughs> Uh, Kofi yeah. appears and apologizes profusely. Riddle says, it's cool. He understands. Drew says, what a coincidence that this happens the week after he accidentally hits Woods with a chair. Uh, Kofi says, what are you trying to say? And Drew says he's going to keep his eyes open to make sure no more accidents happen. All right. So Miss TV, he is sour about, Miz is sour about payback. He calls John Cena down, Cena's music plays, but no Cena. Cena tells the invisible John to have a seat. Miz wants to know why he screwed him over. He asks the crowd if they can see John Cena. He says he can see John Cena. And he's been able to see right through John Cena for the last 18 years. That was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, he asks the invisible Cena if he and LA Knight are in cahoots. 
Uh, Miz gets into it with the crowd. He tells Invisible Cena to leave his ring. And I'm guessing he does not. He begins to have a fight with Invisible Cena. I think Cornette is just loving this. If he reviews it and he talks about this, he's going to have a throw a gasket. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, if, uh, yeah, he gets mad at Omega for having matches against like 13 year old girls and uh, broomsticks and uh, who uh, was wrestling dog, something like that. No, it was the other one, uh, the other golden lover who had a match against like a, uh, a blow up doll. Golden, oh, yeah. Uh, uh, so uh, he challenges LA Knight to another match. Jay Uso meets with an appearance, he and a forest pierce that some people might be upset with him soon because SmackDown is getting no, no, wait. Pierce informs him that some people are getting uh, might be upset with him because, because SmackDown is getting a trade composition for Jake. Yes. So, what do you think it's going to be? Now, that's the question that's been pondering right so, there. Solo, Jimmy? No, no, no. Man, somebody from Raw is going to SmackDown. Oh, okay, okay. That's what I mean by trade comp- compensation. <laughs> he said from the higher ups. I was like, I don't know who's going to be. <laughs> Kevin Owens, I don't know. I mean, it could be Owens, could be Riddle. I would love to be Riddle. Oh, yeah, I, I won't have to see him anymore. Right. Yeah, let's see here. Uh, JD McDonough versus Sami Zayn. Good match. At one point, Zayn tries to haluva kick, but Dominic pulls JD away. Zayn goes after Dominic, punches him on the top of the announce table. Zayn gets JD, JD back in the ring. Dom climbs on the apron. Zayn goes to punch him again. JD takes advantage of the, of the distraction and gets the roll-up victory. Dom is laughing. Zayn attacks Dom. JD hesitates to, JD hesitates to coming down. He eventually comes back to put Zayn to the ring post and gives Dom a chance to retreat. Uh, Zane hits a haluva kick on JD. Mm-hmm. Uh, J- Zane hits a haluva kick on JD after all, because that's what he was trying to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, backstage, Judgment Day stops JD and Dom. They are getting ready to leave. Dom sees Jay and tries to recruit him to Judgment Day. They both came from broken families and Hall of Fame fathers. He knows what Jay is going through. He then tries to extend an invite to Judgment Day. He tells him he'll think. No, he he tells uh, um, Dom tells Jay to think about it. <laughs> Alright, so Chad Gable versus Gunther Intercontinental Championship. The two circle of the ring trying to size each other up. They lock up and Gunther throws Gable like a sack of flour. It doesn't take long for the two men to get going and they are off to the races. Gable tries to take advantage, ringing Gunther's left leg, giving him a figure four on the apron, using the ropes as leverage. So like, remember that thing Bret Hart used to do on the ring post? Yep. So it was that, but on the ring uh, ropes instead. Uh, before that, though, Gunther gave Gable a sick boot to the face. Uh, Gunther cuts Gable's momentum as he slaps him down again. He picks him up and repeats a couple of times. Gable gets up, pulls a strap down, and goes after Gunther. But it is short-lived as Gunther picks Gable up and tortures the guy again. Commercial break. And Gunther goes for a powerbomb, but Gable counters into a leg lock. Gunther tries again, but Gable hits a hurricane run, and both men tumble to the outside. The ref's count is up to six. Gable gets Gunther back in the ring as he does not want a repeat of two weeks ago. Gunther takes advantage, but Gable kicks out. Gable's family is sitting ringside. Gable gets an opportunity, hits a splash for a two count. He gets in an ankle lock, but Gunther just kicks him away. Uh, more back and forth. Gable hits a sidewalk slam. He, he Terry Bollet is up, puts his straps up, pulls him down again. Hits the Chaos Theory, but Gunther kicks out at the last second. Gunther tries to hit a moonfall, but 
cable tries to hit a moonsault, but Gunther gets his foot up, which cable then rolls into another ankle lock. Gunther tries to roll out, but Gable keeps it locked in. Gunther is trapped. He looks close to tapping. He reaches for the bottom rope, but Gable drags him back. Gunther kicks him away and is able to land a sleeper hold. The crowd chanting for Gable. Gable tries in vain to get out of it. He cannot break it no matter how hard he tries. Gunther eventually hits what I call a sleeper sleeper suplex. Yeah, so the first time I saw this move was in the PWG show. Kevin Steen did it to uh, Ricochet. Mm-hmm. It was sweet looking in this match too. Right. You should go look it up. Just look up Sleeper Suplex, and it's like it's right there. It's the first thing. Kevin Steen versus Ricochet. Uh, Gunther hits a powerball. What? One way that happens, Kevin Steen. <laughs> no clue. Yeah. Uh, Gunther hits a powerbomb, Larry, and that is all she wrote. Gunther gets the one, two, three, Gable Daughters. It does a poor acting job of crying at ringside. But, but Kevin Dunn was right there on cue to get that, too. Right. Gunther leaves the ring and it seems like he threw a knot at Gable. I don't know if you noticed that or not. Yeah, he definitely was like. He's like, I see you, young man. He's like, you've proven yourself. Right, so he reaches the stage, looks back at Gable, we fade to black, and that is your Monday Night Raw. Gable is winning this title at some point. He is. Which I'm all for. At the end of the um, show, um, they showed, like, the, um, he was, he did the whole thank you, and the whole crowd did it behind him, so... That could, oh, be, that could be the next, you know. There, there was a, I mean, he, uh, Gunther did cut a promo after the show where he's like, yeah, nobody can beat me. So, one of the wrestling blogs say um, the um, Honky Talk man realized that his book of people will go down now that he's not no longer the um, longest, longest reigning Intercontinental Champion in WWE history. Damn. <laughs> He was like, you can't. He was like, you can't. He said, Gunther got that title now, so we don't have to pay you as much. <laughs> <laughs> His appearance fees are going to go down, yeah. He will definitely come to WWE trying to, trying to swing a swing a guitar at him. <laughs> <laughs> and Gunther's just going to chop him <laughs> and retire That's what I was saying. Like, if it was 2005, that would have happened already. Oh, yeah. Well, if he would have been there, he would have done a couple of shows. Like, Been the towel too. <laughs> yeah, he would have taken his sequin jacket. Right. All right. Uh, but the way he lost, how he lost the title, the boy was was whack though. So it was like a one of the quick squash, and the next thing you know, boom, boy champion. <laughs> was that at WrestleMania? Uh, one of the WrestleManias, yeah. Was it eighty two? No, it was before that. before that, but he took the title off on in a squash match. I was like, what the? Let's see. But um, Raw was Raw was pretty good. Um, give it his props. Um, two good segments. Um, Rhea's continually showing her dominance. You know, being the leader of everything. You know, holding, 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 um, three specs and not right, not today, not tonight. And tell Dom, man, make sure. <laughs> man, well, make sure. okay, 31 seconds. Wow. Yeah. So, 
Um, it was SummerSlam '88. Oh, was okay. SummerSlam. I it was one of the big, one of the big. Well, at this time, was the big four, but now he's saying um, it's the Power Five with the money in the bank. Yeah, you know, that's a good episode. Um, the reason why they didn't have um, Gunther versus um, Chad on the pay per view because Triple H wants to keep the PLEs at a certain time, and then this would have definitely tightened up the time. And yeah, think about it. This match is going up against the drubbing that was going on between um, you can uh, Clemson. Right. And going up against that on Labor Day, so. I don't, I, nobody on Twitter was crying because their, their match got cut. Right. <laughs> like, you know, it has to, the match has to be on first before it get cut. Right. So, um, that's definitely, like I said, this match was definitely a great way to end it. Um, Gunther's breaking, it's in between now and Friday or Thursday. Um, He'll, he'll break home to talk man's record and we're going into history as being the longest reigning intercontinental champion. Now, I'm wondering if we're going to start moving him on to other... Um, Maybe he's the one going to smack down. Oh, they want to do that because Samantha... <laughs> yeah, he can go smack some, smack some people around over there. So Raw was good for Labor Day episode. So, so who got the who's a who's streak? Okay, so at all of all people who got their streak cut like in a horrible way, who's got it worse, Honky Tonk Man, Oscar, or Tatanka? Honky Tonk Man. Cause yeah, I just I just watched the match. It was pretty. Yeah, that did that did not need to happen. Name <laughs> Goldberg. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess. You're getting frog, <laughs> getting stuck in frog by the stun, the stun stick or whatever. I mean, it's like Oscar got it pretty bad because like they only, they really only broke her type, broke her streak just so they can give Charlotte the title to take to WrestleMania. That was it. Oh well. Hopefully that's not the case. Hopefully, um, we I thought we was gonna get um a bigger Trish and Becky match on a bigger platform than this, but they decided not for SummerSlam. I mean, uh, and uh, they decided not for Survivor Series too. So I guess here was fine, but I thought that maybe we get one more Trish match, but it looks like she's going to take it on in, so. Yeah, it looks like she's going to kind of drift away for a minute. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But th- I, I, was, I was looking forward to her. I was looking forward to her first blood match. <laughs> uh, I, mean, I mean, she already had a, a simple little concession match. Uh, right. Yeah. She's had all these great matches all of a sudden. All the, all the things that she wanted to do. <laughs> so at this time, we're about to turn it over to Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese for the Mo Meltzer News segment. 
So, what do you guys want to talk about? <laughs> uh, uh, Tony Khan said that he saw a fight in real close proximity and he was in fear for his life. <laughs> yeah. No. They came out, the report they came out that, you know, the fight was, might have been recorded and, you know, the witnesses they say he's probably been involved in it. So we got that press release. Hold on. Got that press release and was like, All Elite Wrestling, AEW has terminated the wrestling and employment agreements between Philip Brooks, CM Punk, and AEW with cause effective immediately. The termination was confirmed today by Tony Khan, CEO, um, general manager, and head of creative AEW. Not a lie. Termination filed will be long term investigation, which occurred incident occurred backstage at AEW all in, in all in London. So it's on the seventh final investigation. The AEW, which is our surprise, has a discipline committee met and later convened with outside legal counsel before making unanimous recommendations to Khan that CM Punk be terminated with cards. And this is Tony Khan's statement. Phil played an important role within AEW that thank him for his contributions. The termination of his AEW contract with cause is ultimately my decision and mine alone. Of course, I wish I didn't have to share this news, which may come as a disappointment to many of our fans. Nevertheless, I'm making the decision in the best interest of the of the many amazing people who make AEW possible every week. Our talent, staff, venue operators, operators, and many others whose efforts are unsung but essential to bring our fans great shows on television and arenas and stations throughout the stadiums throughout the world. So, it's all Give up the money maker. Uh, suggested pizza for supposed pizza harmony. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, well it goes. Well, Punk was was terminated and Jack Perry was suspended indefinitely. So, yeah, again, <laughs> we'll see how it goes. I, I, I like Cornet and uh, Brian last kind of what like. Like, yeah, he goozled him, and Brian Lance is like, what? Did you hear that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he had to explain to him what a goozle was. Okay, not a wimp, right? Right. <laughs> so, what do you think, Mo? you think this was the inevitable? Do you think that it was maybe a little too late? Do you think, what, what do you think? I mean, you look at last year when Punk said all his said all that after the um after the at the press scrum all out last year, and then how you know the EVPs rushed into his locker room to confront him. You know that contract was determined. They got extensions. You know they got they got it was on TV for a while, but they got extensions eventually, and they're still with the company. But your Punk was making, you know, you know, taking shots, you know, taking shots at Hangman, calling him a peg and everything. Um, it was supposed to be the meeting 
that was how I put I mean in Atlanta with Punk and the Elite and Tony Khan was supposed to be there, but the Elite got canceled on the Elite side. So, you know, that was that. Um, I would say that, it, I would say that, you know, maybe it was things that we didn't see that happen. You know, apparently Punk lunged at Tony and, you know, people got in between them so he couldn't, I guess, grab him and whatnot. And it was funny how I think Cornette was, I think him and Brian Lance was the, the, the um was describing the lunge. He's like lunge, we like trying to lunge in his throat. <laughs> <laughs> so it might have been just cause, but you know, you try pump, but Jack Perry is still technically there, but he just gone for a definite amount of time. So who knows? And then the young bucks and Kenny Omega, you know, rubbing in and um. Or being an elite, so you know, some people, some people, you know, say, you know, like people, other people backstage, like Mark Henry was saying, you know, the complaints should stop because the problem is gone, you know. Hmm. But what I guarantee you, it's not gonna stop. Yeah, but I say, what if it don't though? Yeah. Well, who's the next one to hit the bricks? Right. Oh, Joe. I don't know. You got Cody about the paint. Yeah, somebody, somebody had said um, Cody, Cody was a problem. Now Punk was a problem. Who's next? Mm-hmm. I mean, hey, 2024 is coming, so, you know, might be losing some people. You never know. <laughs> the people who do, who want to do the real wrestling, they seem to be a problem. Yeah. yeah. Remember, they, remember, they were getting on Jim Ross for criticizing like some spots that they, that they do. Yeah. They're like, oh, 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 well, that's how they trained us. Well. Um. So Nick Aldis, you know, he discussed his trial as a producer, but he still says he wants to wrestle. Um, he's been doing stuff on Raw and main event. And he said that he was like, when he's described as a handshake situation, he said they just invited me to come and, you know, see how everything works. And Shadow was a producer and this sort of be a part of the meetings that oversee the television operation, which is, I've done a lot. I've worn a lot of hats. I think people who have followed my career, particularly over the last few years, know that in addition to wrestling, I was wearing a lot of hats behind the scenes at my last place in the NWA. So it certainly doesn't feel like a completely new sort of situation to me. He said, having said that, there's pro wrestling in the dance of WWE. <laughs> uh, I mean, he wore a lot of hats in NWA because they were like a skeleton crew. So far as he didn't also like assemble and dis- disassemble the ring. <laughs> so, you know, just taking the chance to the volume of the operation and the number of people involved, the scale of everything, just that alone has been the basis of my time so far. But it's been also sort of a handshake situation at the moment. The very, hey, why don't you come in and see how this works? See if you like it. I will say that they've been very, very good to me and very, very accommodating as far as they said, look at this as much as whether you like it. Um, I, he was really good at promos. He could really probably like help out in the promo class. Okay. Um, 
What are you, would y'all want to see uh, Alvis versus Rhodes too? Oh. Make Alvis versus Cody Rhodes too? <laughs> <laughs> they probably would do. They probably would do something like that. In the rematch from uh, what was it, NWA seventy? Like, did she just come out of nowhere or something? She probably does stuff on, like, the Indies and everything, but, you know. No, sometimes, you know, you you get that rub. You finally get that rub, the WWE rub, after years of trying to put going at trials and everything. And here you are in your, in, your, in your mid to late 30s, and they finally say, yes, we'll bring you on. You're like... Oh, yeah, she, she did a bunch of lower-tier um, Indies. Like she had, like she wrestled against like Thunder Rosa and them, but like, yeah, she's like I've never heard of any of these companies. So, um, I wonder when is Carly the one to start? They said someone, you know, could he pull me a sign in July? I heard that um, they had a whole bunch of people that they have on ice until the merger. It's oh yeah, they are. They are. They are going there. Yeah, I didn't see. Um, NXT. you watched NXT yet? No, I haven't seen it yet either. Okay, okay. Council, because it was reports that AOP and Paul Allen was super down there. Mm. Oh really? So I don't so I ain't hear anything about that. So Paul oh, Zoe Stark was trained by cheerleader Melissa. <laughs> really? You know, uh, old Don will know her as Money Pulsar from that. Uh, Lucha Underground. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or uh, uh, Saeed from DNA. <laughs> yeah, cheerleader. She trains to train by cheerleader Melissa and Alice in Danger. Who I've always been a fan of. Um. Alice in Danger, had, by the way, had the best uh, theme music in, in Shine. It was a what was it? Uh, oh, it was Dangerous Minds, uh, the Dangerous Minds song. Uh-huh. Um. Yeah. So, I mean, the main the main thing that everyone talk about is Team Paul getting fired from 
you know, cameras, no cameras everywhere, and you know, I guess over there, you know, if, if they wanted the um, the video to be released, whatever party wanted the video to be released, it could be released. So I don't know. Maybe Pope might call somebody else's um podcast and break the internet again. So how can I ask about this? If you wanted to come on, let's just say anyone's podcast, like let's say Donnie was your podcast, mm-hmm. to to you know say what he is, like a you'll get notability, notability, but at the same time you would open open yourself up to getting sued. Would you be willing to take that risk? If you had the structure where they would sue the company and not me personally, yes, <laughs> sure. It'd be worth it because the millions and millions of, uh, of business you get would pay for your advertising, but hopefully, which would help offset some of your. The uh, classic would be like, whoa, 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 hold on, buddy. <laughs> I can see now everybody was probably going to be a part of the episode. You can see everybody popping up like, we get to go, like, wait a minute, wait a minute, hold up. <laughs> You were from the OG, like some dog in there. Right. <laughs> Everybody would come back for that one. <laughs> like, we all been there. <laughs> he said, nah, y'all got, y'all got wrestling royalty on here, so we want to be a part. <laughs> all of a sudden, Greg pops up. Like, Greg, where you been? Right. <laughs> he said, I'm the, he said, I'm the, um, the broadcast journalist. So I'm like, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I gotta be here for this one. <laughs> right. Jeffrey at his job. I quit. I quit. <laughs> He's like, man, he said, man, let's see a phone interview, put money in my pocket. <laughs> I ain't never coming back. <laughs> oh, so, um, Sunny Kiss um, contract is not being renewed by AEW. He said, um, Tony Khan said, we have a roster of over 100 wrestlers now across AEW, and Sonny is a great wrestler. I think I've done a lot. I've done a lot to really keep the locker room stable. I have a lot of people that will not keep under contract, but I've also done well. I think not to not to do like a massive layoff, like like 20, 30 people going at a time. Oh, that was a shot at WWE. He said, but I do think I cannot renew every single contract at AEW. It would be impossible. And with such a big roster limited to TV spots, I think so he kissed a great wrestler and had a lot of potential from the very beginning of AEW and sort of a lot of potential as a um, wrestler. But he's saying he hasn't ruled out our kiss return to AEW at some point. Um, you know, even somebody you know, he named like Stu Grayson who left AEW came back um, later on. And I was like, like the thing was was when some kids had that I think it was him and Joy Janela with a tag team. Was it was it Case Dawn? Who now? So 
Johnny Kiss and Joey Janela was a tag team. Yes, they were. Yeah. They had um they had little vignettes and everything and I'm mm-hmm. thinking like something's gonna pop off from that. But never happened. Classic Johnny Kong booking. Start and stop. Turned them turned them heel. Turned, I mean turned Ooh, sorry. Turned her heel. Cause she definitely goes by she her um pronouns turns her heel and on to Rampage again. Never so all show that was, yeah. um, that was definitely um Falcon Dog Elevation. <laughs> that reminds me of speaking of people who who disappeared. I, oh yeah, I just read that Kayla Rossi was was let go too. She was Joy Janelle's manager for a minute. She only had like two or three matches on Dark Elevation. Even Thea Hale was on um, was on Dark. Really? Yeah, she, um, that's what, uh, I don't know if you, you know, you ain't seen um, I um, found, saw it, it was a, um, oh, I think I did see that she had a match there, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, wrestling and for the one world family. And so it started listing off, it had Naomi, when she was going by Naomi Knight in FCW, Wade Bird was going as, going as Lawrence Knight. Um, Thea Hale was somebody Knight. Um, yeah, Tucker Knight, who was um, always old tag team partner, and then at the end you saw um, L.A. Knight. And he, 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 he didn't have his um, his um, name on there, but you just who it was. <laughs> I was like, y'all, I said, y'all are crazy to be wrestling. Let me see, D.L.A.W. Interesting. Like I looked it up and it came up under like the rest pro wrestling wiki was like and I forgot what her name was in the AEW. I said, Wow. She had a couple calls. Oh yeah, she was Nikita night. Yeah, 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 on on yeah. dark. Yeah. I said, Wow, she had a couple calls in AEW. But Tony Collins said explained using AEW dark in the elevation has been difficult. And there's been less opportunities for talent to gain exposure. So you know they were doing stuff on Dark and Dark Elevation, and that was how they was getting, you know, they had like storylines and Don was saying he wasn't bothered with YouTube show. <laughs> he said, you can't get it on TV, I'm not watching it. <laughs> nope. You know, that's my rules. He said, on TV, I'm not watching. Even though he used to watch the NWA. Did you watch NXT before it, before it was on TV too? I watched it when it was on the network. I mean, he said it's on TV because it, it appears on your television screen. Oh, snap. Um, this happened on um, all in. I mean, so all out. All out. CJ Perry made her AEW debut. Mmm. <laughs> yeah, and so did the twins. Yes. <laughs> I was and, like, well, I was like, dang, first day, all right. Right. And like, they was they had some kind of stay off in the ring her and Nero did. And then somebody posted um the um a clip of um they say they said this would be the next this would be her and Hobbs in a, a couple of weeks and they post the clip of her and um the Bob doing that storyline. That was such a weird uh, very weird. That was strange. 
change. Didn't, didn't they storyline get married too? Yeah, that's when um, this um, old girl um, was I'm a part of that. Um, what's her name? Um, Raquel partner. Um, Liv. Liv Morgan. She was um, she was in that segment. And she came down and she was talking about you know she came she was like they was had the whole wet thing was going on wrong. The next thing you know she was like came down and talking about being with this person. She said I'm not talking about Bobby Lashley. I'm talking about um, Lana and they had a whole big fight. Oh that I remember that too. That was yeah. That was some shit. That that's that's story was some shit. And they just dropped it immediately. And they needed to. God damn it. Well, it's better than Russo's uh, um, Mark Henry incest storyline. Oh, shit. Did y'all see this when this happened? Mm. It was right before you went to WCW, like right before. Like, yeah, so like, I think because of, uh, you know, him... The whole China and Mark Henry incident or whatever. Oh, like Mark Henry came out that he was like a sex addict or something. Yeah, because he came to him, uh, 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 that, that story So then, like, so they started hiring psychiatrists to, like, talk to him, and they were females for the most part. And, like, he would just ended up, like, sleeping with them. Mm-hmm. And so, like, so, like, finally they got a male to, like, get down to the root of his problem. The root of his problem was that, like, when he was younger, he used to have sex with his sister. Mm. And then you never heard about it. No, no, they, they carried off for, like, another two weeks because he had more female uh, psychiatrists come out with him. And every time, like, they were like, is that his sister? And then they just dropped it. Well, they dropped it the moment Russo went to WCW. And that when, and that when he ended up with May Young, and then next thing you know, she birthed That was a little bit, that was later. <laughs> But it was like, yeah, it was like October, November. And then he ended up with May Young, yeah, because he was a sex addict still. <laughs> and then the hand, I think the hand makes appearance on Raw 1000. And then the hand makes appearance at WrestleMania. And Mark Henry says, I only birth generation talent. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Raw 1000. He's like, I'm May Young's son. All grown yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the Kodakai says she will probably not be ready to wrestle until 2024. Damn. But they keep on TV, so that's a good thing. And AEW now selling meat shirts because they were saying, you know, fans would yell, slap that meat. I was like, oh, big B, some um, royalties for that one. We kind of check the couple. Um. Let's see. Um, so now they're saying fans are seeing LA Knight as the current top baby face on um, SmackDown. But now officially the company has the you know, officials officially gave them that back that baby face turn there. Wait, what happened? I'm sorry, I was looking at something else. What did you say? No, I said it's safe to say that fans see LA Knight as the current top baby face 
Superstar, superstar on SmackDown, but now company officials have given the spot tonight. Meaning, uh, you know, the crowd reaction kind of said, "Hey, we're going to turn your face." Yeah, that's usually how it happens. I mean, look at DX; like, the people were cheering them so much that they turned on face. So I said, a new report from WrestleVotes notes that. WWE talent board, which is used internally, was updated on Sunday. Coming out of payback, it's notable that Night is now listed as a top baby face on SmackDown. Yeah. <laughs> I got time. That was funny. <laughs> he said, Yeah, and then he did hit you with a smoke. <laughs> um, it's just also interesting to note that Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits are now listed as heels. Despite the baby face reaction they received since WWE formed a new trio. Um, EO Sky is listed as a top EO for the blue brand division. So, EO, EO, EO. So I just learned because I was looking at her bio. Allison Danger is uh, Steve Creel's sister. I had no idea. Yeah, that's when we should go with AEW now because every minute work out when she would go with. Yeah, I'm, lo- I'm like looking at like it says her name is Kathy Carino. I was like, what? Yeah. This is interesting. Yeah, she has a podcast now, or she has a podcast. I'd love to see um, Sky Blue do more wrestling. That's for creepcast purposes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, she did that. She did that. She was wrestling in a dark match. Um, when they were dynamite came to Baltimore, so I definitely was focused on that one. <laughs> Anything else interesting? Anything? Um, okay, so apparently, okay, so Allison Danger is not working for Maria Canellas, who's launched her own uh, women's wrestling promotion. Maria Canellas. Oh my god, I, mean, I was watching some old raw clips. I remember when they had her as like the, the, the ditzy backstage interviewer? <laughs> that, that, that was when uh, Brian Alvarez got that heart off for her. Right, I, I see why. <laughs> did she, did she oh, was she interviewed herself? Yeah, that was great. Like, she was, she was talking to um, Carlito, and Carlito, and she asked Carlito, to the Carlito shirt, you can spit or swallow. And she says, Every time I see you, you always spit out the apple. And he goes, Ask her, Did you spit or swallow? And she goes, When I eat an apple, and he goes, Yeah, when I eat an apple, when you eat an apple. And she says, Duh, I swallow. <laughs> and then he gave her an apple and said that was cool. And then another one was like Triple H was with the DX, and they was like, Um, I guess it was the old bouncy they were handing on him. And she goes, he goes, he got two words for you. And she says, no way. And he goes, no. And he says, kind of go and he whispers something in her ear. And so she gives this like, kind of like a few shaking her head look. So he goes and says, you know, he said, how about a visual, <laughs> a visual, um, a visual representation. And Shawn Michaels grabs and said, no, 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 let's just go. He said, no, she needs help. She needs help. He said, no, no, let's just go. And then Eugene comes in and says, hey, what are you doing? He said, hey, how you doing? And she was like, DX just told me. And then she whispers in his ear. And then he, his eyes roll his head. He faints. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Dang it. I was like, I, I was like, WWE creative was unhinged. 
So you have a year, two, oh, five, oh, six, yeah. And it all stopped the day, uh, old, uh, what's his face did the thing that he did. So apparently, they're saying, um, this is like signs that Fox, the WWE and Fox relationship is coming to an end. Um, they're shutting down the out of character podcast that Brian Satin used to host. Um, they said there's no word given why Fox is doing away with the podcast. But PWI Insider adds that this would certainly lead to um, lead to some believe that WWE Fox should maybe wind it down. They said it was 126 interviews in the one. It was 126 interviews with Edge being the first guest, and um, Elena Dragunov was the most recent guest. It says um, tomorrow, Kathy Kelly will join. Ryan Satin tomorrow will be billed as a special in-person champ. It remains to be seen if this will be the final episode. Didn't Ryan Satin get, get caught lying on something? No, I just was like, kick, super kick him in the face. Him, um... He got caught into some mess at some point. Probably did. Years ago. No hell. He falsified something or he said something. I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, Dunder Invention said he envisioned um, the very moment, you know, breaking the Honky Tonk Man's record. Um, Sensei saying he's going to continue to break down stuff until he takes his world title, which is hilarious to me. Um, Jeff Jarrett says, um, Ways on the CM Punk Fire and says, The decision Tony made, Big Cajones hit it straight on. Bailey says, The Bray Wyatt treatment made a thing about her own legacy. So, you know. I see. Yeah, so, a lot of fun stuff. Another dull week in wrestling. <laughs> well, hey. Oh, okay. So Oreos are up five this morning, top of the ten. Like, you hold on to this lead, please. Another dull week in wrestling. All right, Don. Um, it's time to see if you'll watch the show it's, it's on Thursday. Right. It's Vader time. 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 <laughs> I don't. Um, yeah, um, main event time. Let's see if dogs want to watch main event this week. Our first match we will have Tommaso Champa versus Riddick Moss. And our second match will be Bronson Reed versus Akira Tazawa. Yeah, that's not too bad. I'll give that a whirl. Simi, Simi was like, when when um, Holy announced um, Jay to um, Mighty Night Raw, she, she, she added me and said, give him back. <laughs> we won't fight. <laughs> <laughs> she called me. She was like, give him back. Give him, give him back. Mm-hmm. 
Brother versus brother never works. Like real life brothers? Yes. Not like Asian Christian brothers. <laughs> we know um 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 Matt Cardona and um um shit, what's his name? The other one. They were the major the major brothers. They were the major brothers and then next thing you know they came out. We're not really brothers. <laughs> Um, I can't think of his name. The dude buster guy? Or no? The one way the, the, the losing streak for the longest, the losing, the most, the, the streak for the lost, most loser matches um, in WWE. That's so crazy. It's so crazy. He doesn't even train anybody. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be funny when you find out who trained who. <laughs> we find out who trained who in these wrestler streets. You're like, really? They trained you? <laughs> Especially when the person is like not that great and they were trained by like a legend or something. Right. You like, wait a minute. Like, did you like not pay attention in class or something? Right. Were you, were you like just just goofing off or something? <laughs> Waste your money. <laughs> right. Were you uh, were you hitting the jack in the boxes? <laughs> well, that, that, that's a deep cut. Come on. Apparently, you didn't see Beyond the Mat. I haven't seen it in so long. I don't. Okay, in, in Beyond the Mat, there's a couple of students who walk into the APW guy's office. And then he sits down and he talks to him. He's like, okay, so you know the, the basic things, uh, you know, this, you know, you diet right, you stay away from the jack in the boxes. <laughs> nah, I don't remember that specific scene, but I think it's funny. People, people reference it all the time. All right, Mo. <laughs> It was me. Oh, two in a row. Oh, oh, you on the street. Like I really, I really should start betting. Yeah, you on the street. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, so uh, shout out to Jane and Simi, uh, Anwar, Terry Boys. Uh, shout out to our Faces crew. Shout out to Judy Jula. That was at Playboy Mindy. Let's see. She was still around every day. Um, yeah. Um, 
course, will be the hashtags. The people be popping from the hashtags for real. You be like, what? I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, I'll be sitting there like, where you coming? I'm like, oh, so the hashtag. <laughs> Well, thank you, Mr. Moses underscore research, Mr. Samuel Columbia, sir. Shout out. All right. All right. Shout out to Restcast. I'm kidding. <laughs> you, 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 you listen to the Dark Match for that. Um, yeah, um, shout out to you guys, of course. Shout out to everybody who uh, joins us in our in our uh, discussions on Twitter or AKAX. And uh, let us know if you want to uh, if you want to join the Discord and see me to have a little uh, live uh, watch along of a ROH uh, DVD. Let us know. Alright. Hey, don't forget shout out to <laughs> I, got, I mean, I, I got some Kings of Wrestling. I got Claudio and Chris Hero if you want to. Oh, 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 oh. Hold on. Hold on. Check them out. Yeah, Claudio had hair. That's how old it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Sam, for joining me. Thank you, Mr. Moe, the underscore Reese, for joining me once again this week. Thank you to Mr. J to the back for uh, helping us and filling out the uh, who you got from afar. She was She's traveling to parts unknown, uh, so she couldn't be on the show, but I did ask her. I wanted to just get her thoughts. Uh, thank you to Ms. Simi for joining me over on the NXT cast and over on the Dark Match as well, where we did a preview for uh, All Out. So we will be uh, telling you what happened uh, on this coming week's podcast. So, and of course, she has thoughts about <laughs> mm-hmm. So please um, check out the Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media. Pay the five, become a patron, get the extra premium programming. Uh, be sure to check out all of our shows here the NXT cast, Comic Book Chronicles, Know the Score, the WrestleCast, and SmackDown Matters here on the CSPN. Again, you can find us on the web, CSPN.us. Um, rate and review the show give us five stars also good chance to use the hashtags NXTCast, RawCast uh, DynamiteCast and Smackdown Matters to share your commentary with color with us each and every week for all those various programs uh, AEW, NXT Smackdown, Monday Night Raw so for my co-hosts Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese our broadcast correspondent, Mr. Samuel Colon. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been the WrestleCast. Please stay tuned for the party from. You've got all the gold. You don't need that briefcase. You need this one. And all this gold, I'm just saying, the judgment day. Gentlemen and Dom. Don't listen to him. No, no, it's good. You're all feeling pretty good.
good about yourselves. Hey, I know Kevin Owens isn't here tonight, but did you really think that after it took five of you, it took all five of you to rob us of our undisputed tag team championships, did you really think we were just going to let that slide? Here's the thing, you guys are bragging about holding all the championships and you're bragging about just all of you are champions, but when I look in that ring, I don't see five champions. I see five giant championship stealing turds. And if I'm being honest, a very special beating is owed to the one that cost us our championship, the biggest turd of them all, Dominic Mysterio. What do you say, Dom? You got the cojones, amigo? You want to do this? Dominic Mysterio isn't fighting anyone tonight, all right? And if I recall correctly, he's not the only one that screwed you. So if you want to fight someone, Sami Zayn, why don't you fight me? You know, I am, I am so glad you opened your house. Yeah, because to be honest, nobody deserves a bigger ass kicking than you. And that is what you are going to get tonight.